Okay. <laughs> they open with, here comes a lion, father. Oh, yes, it's a lion. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. Oh, yes, that is a lion. Um, hello. Hello. Oh, wait, I'm not done. <laughs> a lion, we're going to conquer. A lion, a lion, and a leopard come to this open A lion, place. a lion, we're going to conquer. A yeah. lion, a lion, we're going to conquer. Is that the... I, oh, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Anyways. <laughs> Hello. Welcome to this thing. Yeah. Welcome to this podcast. You're going to say you're Nicola. <laughs> I'm Tia. Th- and that's Nicola. This I'm is I'm the Nicola. only one who talks on the podcast anymore. <laughs> <laughs> uh, psych, off. it's been one person the entire time. <laughs> Welcome to What two- if it's just like... What if all of this is like a hallucination and it's just one of us who's been like talking to themselves? <laughs> oh boy, Doctor Phil! Like, Doctor Phil hit us up. It's like one. Of, it's like you. You're like sitting in here. Why am I like, the <laughs> one? Actually, no, it's not surprising. I would be the one. Actually. And you're like doing. You're like moving over from side to side. You're like, how are you, Tia? I'm great, Nicola. <laughs> oh, it's like every date ever. And all our coworkers um, are like, yeah, I love your podcast. Yeah, it's like it's Tia. Very, yeah, with Tia. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Two Blonde Ghouls. Hi, welcome. How are you? I'm. It's it's Friday. It's Friday. Friday. I'm all right. Don't do that. That was in zero. <laughs> I'm all right. It's um. I've been busy, prepping for the show and just doing art stuff on the side. But I'm all right. I'm glad. I'm just glad it's Friday. Okay, well, for your um annual clown show that you do. Oh yeah, my hidden talent <laughs> is being a clown. I went to clown university. Clown, clown school. degree, clown school. Uh, no, it's not that, but that sounds way more fun than what I do sometimes. Mm-hmm. But no, it's cool. It's good. It's it's good. Like it's good. It's just I'm tired. Yeah. Which is I think the theme of our entire podcast series is <laughs> how are I'm you? Tired. I'm tired. Yeah. Um. But I'm all right. I'm all right. <laughs> if I say it in a bunch of weird voices, maybe it'll come off as the truth. And it is the truth, but I feel like my voice usually makes it sound. I'm just rambling right now. I think, you're, I right think now. you're trying to. Why aren't you stopping me? I think you're trying to convince them a bit too much. So you're Why okay. aren't you stopping me? Why do you let this happen? Because you're not, you're not moving on. You're not, like, asking me how I am. You're just, <laughs> you're just if, like, you, <laughs> if you stopped my rambling, we could have moved on to you, like, at least 45 seconds ago. Okay. But now I'm not going to ask you because you're fishing. <laughs> you're fishing for me to ask how you are. Um, I look like I've been dead for No two one weeks. asked Tia. <laughs> no one asked how you are. I, like, didn't. I, no, like, you, haven't you worn. You actually look like a corpse. So. I, like, haven't worn makeup all week, which is fine. It's you not that I don't it. like myself. Well, I know that I don't need it, but yeah. I like it. And yeah. it's not that I don't like myself without it. It's just, like, I like I like wearing it and it makes me happy. Yeah, but, you're really good at it. But, uh, oh, thank you. Yeah, what well, you do, um, your, your, your cut crease, your crease cut. Um, and you do your glitter. I like haven't brushed my hair. I like haven't brushed my hair in two days. <laughs> my like sweater is stained. <laughs> it was you... funny. No, now that she's saying all this, now you have this beautiful visual. She's gorgeous, but like kind of haggard appearance today <laughs> on brushed hair. She has a breakout. It's like you said haggard. Stop, stop. <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> so she looks she has, like a haggard appearance today. She's well, you are got, incredibly tall. It's really me. weird. She's got this big beard today for and some reason. And suddenly she's talking really, like a cockney. She's like accent. wearing a, like a cloak. I don't really understand. <laughs> and what's weird about it? And she keeps telling me I'm a wizard. Like I don't understand. <laughs> and what's weird about it is that she's suddenly like five feet taller. And a and man. I don't understand how she did it. <laughs> um, no, but the main thing is she looks. 
like haggard a little bit mm-hmm. and she's we come into the office and she looks over she's like do you have any money <laughs> and i'm like I forgot, excuse me i forgot my wallet at home which yeah. i i've now realized because i drive to work I, that's illegal so oh it is I'm yeah we, we never ask each other for money so i looked at her i was like excuse me and she's like i'm so hungry so I gave her my credit card. So if you're homeless and you tell me you're hungry, I might just give you my MasterCard. And I bought a bagel and I now I owe you my life. So. And I'm just hoping you didn't do a bunch of ASOS orders while you were there. I just like went. I was like, finally, I've got your credit card. Yeah. Okay. All I have to do is like look like I've been dead for two weeks. And I gave you the credit card with like my lowest limit. <laughs> Not because I don't trust you, but because... I don't know. I just gave you one with the lowest limit. I appreciate it. I got a bagel, which was nice because I didn't. Did have you get to all the fixins? Because I feel like I hope you got all the fixins. I just got cream cheese. I didn't get anything special. Oh, okay. Yeah, I didn't get like. What my credit card not good enough for you? I didn't want to like overcharge. Usually, I would have yeah. gotten like a like an egg and cheese bagel, That's but fine. I didn't want to. You do could that. have done that. Well, I didn't like. What's well, three bucks? Four bucks? Like what is that? I mean, for if, friendship. If you. <laughs> I'll like buy you some shit. You drive me home sometimes, so it's fine. That's true. It's fine. Basically, what you're getting out of this is I'm an incredible friend. Sure, Tia. (laughs) That's exactly what I'm getting at. I like, (laughs) I I, like stumbled out of bed this morning, and I've been wearing the same clothes like all week. I'm not. I'm going to. I mentioned this. I'm going to Scotland in three days, and I just wrote all my final exams. So everything is like. In, like in flux right now and it's yeah. that like time when you before you're traveling and you're just like I'm I'm devastated that you're not going to be here for three weeks because really who's going to put up with my nonsense for three weeks yeah, man, these... you're the only person who is my equal and at the same level as me when it comes to outbursts just general weird behavior odd dancing and who's going to call me a bitch four times a day people are going to look around and they're going to be like there's one, but I don't see the other. That's, and I think that's actually how it is in this office. Like, if Nicholas here, Tia must not be far away. And you'll hear this, bitch, bitch, do you know where this is? And that's Tia calling me. That's um, what it is. Should we break the news to them that we're no longer two blonde ghouls? This is bullshit. <laughs> this is total bullshit. I just feel like we need to tell them. Fine. I don't think, like, I think that they need to know. Fine. Full disclosure. We can tell them. Okay, so I currently... I've broken the aesthetic, and I currently have dark chocolate brown hair, <laughs> which was not my intention. So I went to the hairdresser. This is going to be the most boring story, but I'm going to tell it anyways. I went to the hairdresser, and I was like, yo, can you just, like, make me one color blonde? Because I'm three different colors right now, and I just want to be my natural blonde hair color and somehow i left with fucking nearly black hair how did you do my root color was right there in front of your face so now i've destroyed the aesthetic integrity of our podcast and for the next week and a bit i will be the odd one out of this group she like texted me and was like my hair is really dark and i was like oh really like it can't be and then you sent me a picture and i was like oh it's not that bad and then i saw you on Thursday when I picked you up and I was like, oh, it's really fucking dark. And th- you <laughs> saw it after I'd already naturally stripped it twice with vitamin C. Wow. So this color I have right now is nothing compared. Before it was actually black. Like oh I God. got home and I was like, 
Jesus. Don't you think that's like 15 levels of bullshit though when they say like, oh, like oh. don't worry, it's going to fade. It's okay. like, okay, I'm Definitely. paying you money mm-hmm. to give me that color now. I don't want to wait. What like... cracked me up is she tried to sell it that this is my natural hair color. And I was like, I walked in with half my head being my natural hair color. Not only that, but your eyebrows aren't that color. No, I have them filled in right now. They're like like, blonde. So it's like, it doesn't even make any sense because your eyebrows aren't that color. And I'm a ginger blonde too. So it's like, there's that tinge in it. But still, uh, yeah, I'm I'm a brunette right now. All I see when I look in the mirror because, fun fact, when I was in high school, I went to a Catholic high school and I was a goth. So whenever I look in the mirror now with this dark hair, all I see is 16-year-old me. (laughs) All I see is 16-year-old me because I'm so fucking pale and now I have dark hair and I look like a damn vampire uh when I look at you I also see 16 year old me because I was <laughs> in high school too this is why we're friends we had the same and like, I'm also super pale pattern. and I dyed my hair black for like a year oh my god straight I think. yeah and this is unintentional so I'm pretty pissed off because it's costing me a lot of money and my hair is getting damaged. And it's all this just, like, tedious nonsense. That could have been avoided if she just left the toner on for five, seven minutes and not 20 to 30. It's super annoying. Well, when it's I was, like... I had dark... I, you didn't know me when I had dark brown hair, but I, I did, did for a long... I did. Deep down inside. I knew yeah. in the future I'd meet you. <laughs> um, I had dark brown hair for a long time, and then I went back to my natural color. And when I was going to do that, I was going to go to a friend's mom. And she was like, oh, there's no way we'll ever get you back to your natural color. But I can put streaks in it. She wanted to put, like, those... It's chunky. Like, it's like chunky. I early had 2000s that. I fucking had that. Atomic kitten. Yeah. That band. Yeah. I had the the streaks. And the like Hillary Duff like. Oh yeah. Super chunky. And so. Oh, yeah. oh my god. I yeah. went. I went to a different hairdresser, and she was like, "If she had put streaks in your hair, you would have never gotten it back to this color because it would have been like fifteen different colors." Yeah. So thank God. And yeah, no. Luckily, the hairdresser I'm going to, she did. She did like all the right steps. She took like pieces of the hair to see if a color corrector works or bleach and color corrector works. So hopefully next um, next one one year back, actually from Scotland, I will be back to the correct aesthetic. Yeah. Yeah. I'll be um, back to blonde basically and being told i'm dumb like at least twice a month because speaking of, that. of scotland mm. should we start sam hewen <laughs> oh my god oh, that was such a good oh that's like not what i was talking about oh. <laughs> <laughs> Earlier, oh. we were god. stalking i just revealed my deepest our self. dirty dirty secret our dirty Earlier, dirty lunchtime secret i was watching <laughs> i was stalking sam hewen's instagram and like we were doing it together let's be honest um <laughs> and I was like, okay, so how much time are we allotting in the podcast to talk about it? <laughs> yeah, and we're like, this is it. This is it. Um, I mean, if you're a ginger Scotsman who's oh six foot God. four. Yeah, has um, cut like a fucking... <laughs> For some reason, I was about to say refrigerator. I don't know why. He's <laughs> oh cut like a refrigerator, you know? The... He's got all that extra shelving. <laughs> he technically does with those abs. You could probably like put like cheeses on <laughs> And you know what the best part is? He lights up when you open up. <laughs> it depends on what you mean by light up, Tia. <laughs> I like a man with We're a just nice... objectifying the poor guy I right like now. like a man with a smooth, like, veneer surface. <laughs> I really like how rectangular shaped he <laughs> I like my men cut like refrigerator. No, what I was actually going to say was, speaking of Scotland, should we start? I'm going to... So I chose a Scottish... Are you going to do it all in a Scottish accent? Uh, every single one, every single thing I'm going to do in a Scottish And I'm going to create different accents for different people. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm so partially excited, partially wishing it was already over. <laughs> um, I'm going to – so I chose this because I'm going there, and I wanted to get in the spirit. You're also, going there? 
I have I not like mentioned that? I I'm, haven't like, been hearing Scotland. that for the past like three months. I'm like going to go to Scotland. So, oh, um, well, whatever. I'm also, going, because this place that it's named after is in Edinburgh, where I'm going to be spending a week. Mm. Um, and so this is the World's End Murders. Okay. No, you haven't heard of them. Mm-mm. Nice. So I'm going to tell you about like the worst person ever, which is really exciting. I mean, that's tough, stiff, tough, stiff. I would not. That's call a him. tough, stiff competition. There was a Scottish serial killer who I looked at doing and I was I had a document and I was started and then I was like this is so it's like so gross you went above it's and beyond profession so gross it's like the one of the reasons that they found him was because there were like clogged drains with oh this like, guy disgusting. yeah yeah because yeah. he threw it down the toilet yeah because he yeah, flushed that remains down the toilet and apparently he was like super submissive and cooperative with the police when he was talking about yeah her. that's what I heard about him I didn't know much about him but that's yeah. not that's not what he I'm doing he was like the most timid and like calm serial killer ever when I came to his arrest that's not what I'm doing because I was like at this point. Right I now, hate like, myself that I know exactly who you were talking about. <laughs> it was by fucking the way. gross. Uh, I, maybe I'll do them in the future, but I'm doing the world's end murders. murders. Is the world's um, end like? Is it gonna be like Pirates of the Caribbean world's end? Is it gonna be like the Simon Pig movie world's end? No, it's. Am it's, I gonna be slightly entertained? Are there pirates? Is what I'm asking. Um, there's no pirates. I hope you'll be entertained. That's kind of the point of this podcast. <laughs> so <laughs> there's just the one person sitting there being like, "Well, I'm not." I listen to this as a form of um, self-harm, actually. <laughs> okay. Um, oh. So it's our favorite time for serial killers, 1977. Oh, okay. Um, oh, the 70s were a rich time. Oh, this is like a, this is solidly in the 70s. Um, okay. I'm, I'm already picturing the haircuts and everything, so. The, I will um, show you a picture of him later. It's really, he's now like... I- I need to know off the bat, because there's two types of serial killers. There are the Ted Bundys, you know, the attractive ones, the ones that wrangle you in because they got a good jawline. Or is he, like, a Gacy? Like, a He's not a Gacy. He's, he's a Ted Bundy for sure. I, he's not, like... I would say that Ted Bundy is more attractive than him in a conventional way. Like, I can see when I look at pictures Why of Ted women would I totally, yeah. totally see, especially in, like, a 70s hot kind of mm-hmm, way. Yeah. Um, but this guy is, like... He's, like, Richard Ramirez type. Not okay. now. He's old now, but yeah. he was like in the seventies. You like imagine him, like in the in the like seedy bar where there's a bunch of underage girls, like like, oh. and he's like skinny and he's got kind of longish hair oh. and he's like, but he's like like debonair and suave and whatever. Like that's he's seedy but debonair. This guy. Is... Yeah, no, there's totally the you know the kind of guy I'm talking about, right? That's true. I and mean, that's what Ted Bundy was like. That is true. He was like he was like very charming, but he was to someone who is like looking at it from the outside, especially Seedious if it's underage how. girls, you can see like as adults we can see like that's a creepy weirdo. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'll show you a picture of him later because he he looks like you would imagine that he would look. Okay, because that's what you said to me with the Norway murderer. Yeah, and he was exactly... He was exactly what I pictured, yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, um, entertain me. It says October 15th, okay. 1977. Christine Eady and Helen Scott are seen leaving the World's End pub in Edinburgh's Old Town. Um, they're walking out with two men mm-hmm. behind them who they had been seen talking to earlier. Mm-hmm. And the next day, Christine's body is found... Mm-hmm. Um, in Gosford Bay, East Lothian, by some walkers, some, like, early morning walkers. Mm. She's completely naked. And then Helen's body, because 
what had happened was they were missing because they were good girls and they usually came home. Not that, you know, good girls don't stay late, but like they were good kids, right? They were just kids and they were good kids. They had a good track record. Yeah. It's not like they would like, you know, defy their parents all the time and stay out past curfew. Mm -hmm. Um, so their parents, when they didn't come home, they were like, what the fuck? Um, so the next day when Christine's body was found, they were like, okay, well, Helen has to be somewhere close by. Mm. Helen's body was found six miles away in a cornfield. Mm. Both had been beaten, gagged, raped, tied up, and strangled with items of their own clothing. Um, no attempt had been made to conceal their bodies either, so they were just out in the just open. Out in the so, open, so very um, crass. And the oh, and also, like, these poor people walking. Yeah, I was actually thinking that. Walk, like, yeah, that's something that wouldn't you? I wasn't gonna say it because I didn't want to interrupt. But imagine just going for your morning stroll and you find. Wouldn't you almost like if that something like that happened to you? There have been stories of people thinking they were mannequins and just walking by. Wouldn't yeah. you almost do that? I don't think so. Like, like I, I don't think I would. But I think that you I would... see that wouldn't come to my mind because I've never seen just a mannequin on the side of the road. But I think, I think until you have the experience of it. You don't know what your mind is going to make up to, like, try Defense, and talk yeah. yourself out of, yeah. like, the, the horrifying Protect reality. Protect your mind from it. Yeah, Yeah, but no, in this definitely. case, it was so clear that it was a human body, woman. And, yeah. yeah. Um, and there was blood that's, and whatever. Uh, that's um, really... That's horrible. But this is even worse. Both mm. of them were 17. Oh, Jesus. Um, so they had been seen, like I said, in, in the bar earlier mm. with two men. They were, like, chatting to them and whatever. As you do. I mean, it's the 70s and... It doesn't matter how old you are. You're allowed in bars in the UK. Mm. Um, oh, it's just Europe in general. Poland's the exact yeah. same thing. Yeah. Um, so it's the seventies, and they're in this bar, and they're talking to these guys, and like it's fine. It's just what people do. Um, and then as they left, people had seen them, um, like walking out, and the two men were behind them, not like from a distance, but like walking with them, just slightly behind. Oh, so it looks um, like they could have left together. Yeah, like they okay. left together. Uh, neither of the men came forward or were identified. Um, mm. But the knots used to tie the girls' hands behind their backs were different. Like, different style knots. Mm. Which made the police think two that people. there were two people. Yeah. yeah. So it was one of the biggest investigations in Scottish history. Which, and this blows my mind. The police had a list of over 500 suspects. And took over 13,000 statements. So this is like... It's extensive. So fucking huge. Yeah. But nobody was identified out of all of those people. Mm-hmm. Um, and in 78, the police announced that they were scaling back the investigation, and eventually it became a cold case. So it's unsolved. Mm. 97, which is 20 years later, um, and now DNA profiling technology is seriously improved, mm-hmm. and you have... My favorite show, Forensic Files. But apparently um, DNA isn't 100%. No, well, we know that now. But yeah, because there's the, a lot of cross-contamination now in labs. But back in, the day, back in the day, they were like, well, what the fuck is this? Like, now we can identify people and we can, you know. Yeah, 97, and, yes, yeah. and it is more reliable than what it was in the oh, 77. Oh, definitely, because a lot like, of it was, like, circumstantial. Mm-hmm. Or um, you had to have, like, the handprint with the fingerprint, and it yeah. had to be clear for you to tie it to Bob down the street. So, so like, even though it's not perfect, and we, I'm going to... Like, this case deals with that a lot, mm. the, like, imperfect nature of DNA. Um, but at the very least now, they had the ability to, like... There's the option. Yeah. Um, so they reopened it, 
And they found the DNA profile of a male, but it didn't match any of the 500 suspects, which is intense. Um, that, that actually really is. But then wouldn't that make you think that maybe they're not residents of Edinburgh? Like maybe they're from Glasgow or something? Um, oh, she just gave me a look. <laughs> <laughs> it goes cold again. Mm-hmm. 2003, seven years later. So this is now 27 years after mm-hmm. these girls were murdered. Uh, there was an airing of the BBC's Crime Watch about the murders, which Crime Watch, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the police got a phone call from a man who said he was walking near Gosford Bay the night of the murders and he saw a suspicious vehicle. He said it was a van being driven erratically. Which, like, how is anything more terrifying than that? Probably not. I've driven down like on streets where people were doing that. Vans driving erratically. They're just cars in probably, general. We should yeah. call the cops. Oh, we did. Oh, we did. <laughs> um. And after the broadcast, the cops got 130 calls from people who had not spoken up during the initial investigation. Which, okay, you have nothing to lose if That's you saw something thing. weird. That's my thing. I think a Call lot of people... fucking cops. I think what it is... And this is, you know, I don't know. Maybe there are people out there who might listen to this and be like, girl, you don't know the hell you're talking about. But I see it as almost like... It's almost like an ego thing of they think something will happen to them. If they say something, but you can tip anonymously. And if you think you know anything, you might as well just say it, especially something like a van sporadically or seeing the men Mm -hmm. with the women and recognizing how their faces look enough that you could give more than a vague description of them. Right. Or even you learned their name somehow because you served them a beer like Um, or it could also be. Like, they don't think that what they saw was important enough to tell the cops. But anything could be important. Yeah, obviously. That's the thing, yeah. But, you know, people probably think, like, oh, it's just a fan. Like, I don't need to say anything because the cops are going to laugh at me. They're not going to think, whatever. That's where... Yeah. People are ridiculous. Yeah, honestly. (laughs) Yeah. But something like Mm -hmm. that, I mean, listen, if you see something weird, call the cops. If you see something weird the same night as people that have gotten murdered, like, there's a good chance... They might have been connected in some way, so. So now, after seven years, they try to find out who the DNA sample belongs to because in 97, they all they found was that there was a DNA profile for a man, um, but they didn't do anything to try and find out who it was, mm-hmm. which is weird. Mm-hmm. Um, it turned up over 200 profiles in the National DNA Database. One of them was Angus Robertson Sinclair. Um who was detained and mouth swabs were taken and then he's arrested and charged. Um, pleaded not guilty to rape and murder, mm-hmm. obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, he says that any sexual interaction between him and the girls had been consensual. They were 17, so... And he was, I think, in his 20s, which... I mean, do what you want to do with that. Yeah. Um, there was... And like you said, <laughs> no eyewitness evidence, so everything was circumstantial. Mm-hmm. Um... So, forensic scientists gave evidence that semen found on the girls matched him, matched the swabs they took from him, mm-hmm. um, but he was acquitted due to lack of evidence, mm-hmm. because outside of the DNA swabs, everything was circumstantial. Yeah. Um, after this, which I fail to see how they didn't know this, but they found out that he had already been convicted, he was already a convicted sex offender and murderer, how did he, he was, not know that? I know. I don't I That's understand. like the first thing. Not the first and thing, but... Everything that I... Like, all the research I did on this, I couldn't find an explanation for how they didn't know that. It's just sloppy work. Um, he was actively serving two life sentences when the case was brought forward. What? And it was 
also, they also found out that he had previously served a prison sentence for homicide. Um, and he had a brother-in-law who was his accomplice, but he died in 97, so they, there was no way for them to talk to him or, or oh know anything God. more about him. So, this dude becomes all of a sudden the prime suspect, obviously, after he's been acquitted. Yeah. So... His crimes before this, he was born in 45, so he was, like, in... Oh, actually, he would have been in his 30s, 30s then when yep. he, he did this. Uh, born in Glasgow. Um, and in 61, when he was 16, he sexually assaulted an 8-year-old girl. Oh, come on! Yeah. At 16, which That's is so <laughs> fucking, fucking gross. Um, he went to the psychologist after that. The report said... I do not think that any form of psychotherapy is likely to benefit his condition, and he will constitute a danger from now onwards. He is obsessed by sex, and given the minimum of opportunity, he will repeat these offenses. So why wasn't he, like... He was put on put... probation, um, but no other legal action was taken. Okay, cool. After That's he awesome. sexually assaulted <clears throat> this girl. Yeah. Six months later, Fuck. eight-year-old Catherine Rehill was raped and strangled to death. Oh, come on. He was her neighbor. He had sent her on an errand. Like, he had said, like, hey, can you go do this thing for me? Um, when she came back, he was waiting in the house. Um, he attacked her, had a knife, um, like, took her upstairs, raped her. During the time the door had been knocked on and he had gone to the door, gotten rid of the person, and gone back to what he was doing. So he was super... Th- everyone who talked about him who had met him... Said he was cool, he was organized, and for a 16-year-old boy, he was incredibly composed. I just can't stop thinking about, like, that 8-year-old girl, like, how she must have felt. Oh, my... Well, and she... She was murdered. Yeah, but the, the process of, yeah, like, Yeah, I, I mean, to... obviously, yeah, but she she died. The one before her luckily didn't, but, I mean, yeah. what kind of a life it is, is it to live after that? Well, especially in that um, time period where women who were raped, it was taboo, yeah. so women couldn't really speak about he it. He even... After he raped her and and... Um, murdered her, he called the ambulance and told the operator that a wee girl has fallen down the stairs. And he gave, afterwards, he gave a false alibi, pretended to help the investigation. So he was... Like a total... A total psychopath. Total crazy person, Completely cool Massive narcissist. Yeah, and completely emotionless. God. After a while, though, after he left so many holes in, in this that after a while he was the only possible suspect, suspect yeah. um, he was given 10 years for killing Catherine, which, like, as ten it is, 10 years. years. Yeah, and he only served seven. So he was released in 1970. Uh, okay. Um, which the Scottish legal system is as loose as ours is. Yeah. It's, you yeah. Know. Uh, after he was released I'm, in 1970. I just need a moment. Like, that's just such bullshit. After he was released in 1970, he got married and had a child. Did she know? <laughs> I mean, how the fuck do you not how know? Do you, right? How do you go, like, you know what? I know. I want to give her the benefit of the doubt and say she didn't, but. I mean, how the fuck do you not know that? All you have to do is. You'd Google. imagine that'd be on the news. You well, didn't have Google, Google in the oh, 70s. I mean, <laughs> there you fucking go. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's, Google in the that 70s. is why everyone got murdered all the time. Oh, because word didn't spread, right? And you couldn't yeah. just quickly go on the dude's like Instagram, Google mm-hmm. his name, and see if he's done any weird shit. No, you had to like trust the person. Yeah. Which is great and not great because at least. It was built off of built off of actual trust and not you hunting down all the information. But then they no, could you, have been crazy lying to you and had murdered 
you girl. gotta be able to google people you do well, you I gotta be able to. to Google you. I gotta know um, you're not gonna kill me. <laughs> so even though he was married and he mm. had a kid, um, in '82 it, it he was... had a kid. Yeah, he had a kid. Poor kid. <laughs> yeah, in '82. So in '82, um, he they found out that he had assaulted 13 other kids, um, young girls. Okay. He pleaded guilty to 11 of the charges. Um, it's various rapes and assaults. Um, against young girls, and he was sentenced to life in prison. Um, so that's 1982. Mm-hmm. And in 2001, he went to trial and was given another life sentence for the murder of Mary Gallacher, which was the- which they found out after the fact he murdered in 78. So that's the little girl that he killed. No, this is another girl. Oh, another girl. This is a 16, 16 I think. I think she, yeah, I think 16, um, 16 year old girl who he had murdered in 78, who they found out after he had been put in prison for everything else that he had already done, um, found dead, stripped from the waist down on a waste ground near Barnhill station. She had left her home to visit a friend and had been strangled with the leg of her pants and then raped and her throat had been slit. So, okay, no, I, I know this doesn't actually matter. Sorry. Was she raped before being murdered or raped after? Before. Okay. Yeah. It's just, it, it gives more of a, it, it just gives more of a just, context yeah. of, like, how crazy he is. Like, yeah. is he, mm-hmm. like, you know what I'm trying to say. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm just trying to be respectful of the little girl. He, um, super shockingly, denied all knowledge and responsibility. Oh, no! I know. You just expect no. them to go, yeah, I did it. Oh, I did it. <laughs> What of it? It was me. What you gonna do about it? Life sentence? I already got two. <laughs> he was only caught because of, and this sounds like, I sound like the, the uh, narrator from Forensic Files right now. Yeah. But he was only caught because of a cold case review and improved DNA technology. Like, I oh, sound like you the, disgust me. I sound like the guy. You sound like he's a TV like, show. He's always like, but with the power of forensics. The power of science. Yeah. Um. So, there was extreme media attention given to this case. Not shocking. To the World's End case. Mm-hmm. Because he was acquitted. Oh, yeah. Because after yeah. he was acquitted, they found out everything that I just told you. Mm-hmm. Which, how the fuck did they not know that? Who knows? It's just sloppy police But they work. found it out after after this. And yeah. so, they were like, what the fuck? He's he's murdered two girls already. Mm-hmm. He's been had a history of sexual assault. Um, so, people were pissed off. Yeah. Rightly so. Um, but even though all of this was discovered, it was not possible to put Sinclair on trial again because drum roll, double jeopardy, um, um, which means that a person can't be tried for the same crime twice. And that's, they have okay. that, that's a law in most parts of the world. That's I know. A law. He, I know. I'm not. But that's like, that shouldn't, that shouldn't apply. Like, but it, I mean, I get it. But it prevents them from going after the same person over and over and over again. No, I get that. I innocent. no, I get that. But it's like if the person's obviously fucking no, I know. done it. I know. Then it's like these girls don't get justice. There's no good answer for this. The, it, yeah, yeah. It's just I understand like the concept. I totally get it. But at the same time, fuck that. Yeah. With this guy, at least. Well, the Scottish legal system was on the same page. Because they... They're like, fuck this guy. They, they were like, fuck this. So they, they did serious review. 
Um, and in 2011, the Scottish Parliament passed the Double Jeopardy Act, which made it possible to prosecute a person who had previously been acquitted for crimes. Mm. So Scotland no longer has double jeopardy, mm-hmm. um, whereas most other countries in the world do. I feel like you should be able to try a solid two times. Yeah, and especially you should if, be able to. I think if new information is revealed. Exactly. But the way how, like, I'm not going to go deep into the law, um, but the way how it works is that... Um, it's they can't just take the same person to trial over and over and over again without plausible reason yeah because uh, like all of this new stuff had been reviewed or Mm. or, sorry revealed and now all of a sudden they're like okay well now we have even more reason to believe that this is the guy who did it um and you should be able to do that like i agree if -hmm. there's reason to believe the person did it and i feel like honestly if people are worried there should be a cap maybe cap it at you can't try them more than three times yeah Right, if you're really worried that they're gonna, because a lot of um, um, like policemen and detectives, investigators, they do go after like one person constantly, mm-hmm. and that person is innocent. Where the guilty them, person's yeah. like way over here, and they've lived mm-hmm. being able to get away with it because the cops can't just fucking let go of a bone and go mm-hmm. after someone else. So I understand that logic, but it's good that they overturned it so that this guy could get tried. So it's like you think it should be like a coupon. It like should be like, a coupon. <laughs> it's like it's life like should be to, like monopoly. It's like offer only applies to like up to three paper towel rolls. Exactly. <laughs> but three paper towel rolls is like you're, three you're trials. You cut the fuck off. You cut. cut the fuck off. Come on, Detective um, Bob. You cut the hell off. Uh, so 2014. This is now. Um, how many years after? This 2014 is... minus 1977. Forty. I mean, who, yeah, something like that. And nearly fifty. It's nearly yeah. fifty. So yeah. that it's a long fucking time. I just had to count on my fingers. <laughs> um, he's taken to trial again and found guilty. Good. Uh, he was sentenced to life imprisonment with a minimum of thirty-seven years. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, it's so he's going to die in prison. Basically. It's similar to our legal system in that you get like twenty to life, which means that you are eligible for parole after that amount of time, but they can keep extending your sentence until you die, essentially. Um, So he, 37 years will make him 106 years old before being considered for parole. Yeah, so he's going to die die in prison, yeah. He was was officially convicted for the murder of four women, but it's thought um, that he's, he committed more More. murders. Yeah. And 77, he's believed to have killed six women within seven months. All disappeared after nights out were found dumped on deserted farmland or waste ground. All had been bound and gagged with items of their own clothing. Oh, yeah. And all were raped. It's definitely him. Um, and strangled. He wasn't charged for these murders. It's going to piss you off because mm. the police had lost all evidence. Oh, come the fuck on. Why Which... can't cops just have, like, a clear bin and you keep the shit in the clear bin with a label? Like, this happens all the time with evidence. Evidence is lost. Evidence is mishandled. Evidence is miscategorized. Um, like, do you not understand? It's like, real what proof you're doing. of how little um, people care about women, especially in the 70s. Oh, in the 70s, definitely, yeah. Yeah, because it's, I mean, that was a thing that we talked about in our first episode with Robert Picton, mm-hmm. where they just Oh, yeah, the fucking... girl. Yeah, she came to the police um, oh, not police office station yeah. where she's like naked, handcuffed, bleeding, hurt, and 
Robert Picton had the key, and they yeah. still didn't like arrest and him. And they were like, uh, you know what? Seems fine. Like, he mm. seems like a good guy. She probably did brought it on herself. Like, yeah, she probably handcuffed herself. herself. The '70s <laughs> were a rough time for women when it came to murders, though, because mm-hmm. women are getting murdered left and right in the mm-hmm. '70s. Like, it was I think just it's constant. so weird when old people say like, "Oh, it's not safe like it used to be in the '70s." I'm like. Dorothy, Betty. do you not fucking remember when people <laughs> used to leave their doors unlocked so serial killers would just walk in? And hitchhiking was a norm. Yeah. And women were constantly murdered while hitchhiking. The 70s was, like, one of the least safe times ever. It was because so, like, cause in the 70s people still had the mindset of, like, the 50s, where you mm-hmm. could do that. You could walk home. You could hitchhike. Mm-hmm. You could do those things. And there wasn't, I think, as many people... I don't know why suddenly skyrocketed in the 70s, maybe the 60s. Something happened in there. Yeah, I wonder. I mean, I think there was an increased, you know, drug usage and, and that Yeah, kind of thing. that's and, very true. Yeah. And just in general, like, maybe stress levels, because stress mm-hmm. triggers mental health. You know, who knows? But maybe they still had, like, the mentality, like, oh, even though it's the 70s, we can still live how we did in the 50s. But you can't. Because mm-hmm. the 70s are the wild modern west of... <sighs> that time i like a good People 70s just dying all the i like time. a good 70s serial killer story there what, get, what gets you off worries me tia there that's if you want some murder stories that's where you want to look that is true maybe. that's when that was like the peak of serial killing mm-hmm. yeah um so also not only had they lost all evidence but someone was already in prison for the murder Jesus. of one of the girls that had been for almost 30 years oh come on um, and the man who was convicted of the girl's murder he pleaded his innocence until he died so it's likely that he was innocent did he die in prison yeah oh for f- and um sinclair everyone thinks that he probably did it but it's likely, so it's likely that that man was innocent and he spent the rest of his life in prison um, for a murder he didn't commit. Yeah. Which is such an intense, that's like, tragic. difficult thing. That's, like, that's tragic. We don't think about wrongly convicted people very often. Um, because, um... Because no. it's not very, it's not very common. Also, they don't want to talk about it, right? They don't want to talk about how they wrongly accuse yeah. this person. They want it to just go away while they find yeah. the other... The actual person who mm-hmm. committed the crime. And I think a lot of it is probably ego, too. Like, I don't want to admit that I was wrong about this person. And, oh, definitely. You know, That's why they also, whatever. you know, it's like a dog with a bone where they chase after the same person all yeah. the time because it's that ego thing. They get thing. obsessed with somebody. They get obsessed, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. The Crown dropped the cases eventually. Yeah. Um, no one has ever been charged for the murders of those six girls. <sighs> Even though, like, let's be honest, Sinclair did it. Yeah. It's, it matches his M.O. to a T. Yeah. yeah. It's likely. Um, and the police also probably, they believe that he probably committed a lot more murders than they will ever know. Um, yeah, usually individuals who do the murder as much as he has, they usually yeah. have counts that are past 10. Yeah. Yeah. And it's hard to know, especially in a time when they didn't give a shit yeah (laughs) and also like you didn't have things like even like social media so you could keep track of like when was the last person on social media and you can ping where a person's phone was or if it was like a sex worker or a sex worker if it was like somebody like that who they didn't have cctv or like a homeless person or whatever but there's nothing to like view where the person was no way to locate where they were and that kind of thing Mm -hmm. so it's just it's it's a tougher time to solve crimes and even find bodies it's surreal to think that like we've just we've just lost people like yeah. it, it was just yeah. like there's like people it's, some of ted bundy's victims have never been found yeah and so it's like 
we just fucking lost people. Like, yep. we just, they're just gone. Mm-hmm. And so, and it's like. And unless the murderer, if you find the murderer, tells you, generally you don't find them. Yeah. Or sometimes they'll just be like, I'll never tell you. Yeah. Like, just because they fuck, just because they can. Which right? is, it's crazy to think that, like, they're. There people out there, people, yeah, yeah who are because yeah. this planet is not that big comparatively. No, and they're they're so, out there. Like you could yeah. be walking down the trail, and their skeleton might be like three feet from you yeah. from the 1960s, and you don't even know it. It's really weird. Um, and there's also people who have died that nobody knows died <laughs> or were murdered. Oh because yeah, because they didn't have family or whatever. Yeah. Which is, yeah. Oh yeah, people who are destitute and homeless or transient. Um, so his brother Sinclair's brother says, I would have done time for him. I would have killed him. If I'd known years ago, I'd have pushed him in the bloody canal. All these people, all these girls would never have had that. So His brother said that? Yeah. and they That is the correct reaction. On the BBC documentary I watched about him, which features a man with a heavy Scottish accent who had not a lot of hair, but piercing blue eyes, so I was okay with the lack of hair, um, walked me through this case eloquently and thoroughly. Um, They did an interview with uh, Sinclair's brother? Mm. Not brother, I'm sorry, uncle, I think, Mm. who did not want his face revealed because he did not want his children to know they were related to him. Mm. So his family doesn't even want anyone to know who they're related to. Yeah. Um, which is, I mean, I, I wouldn't I, either. It's like, if you are in any way related to like, for example, like Hitler, you don't want people knowing. I would, I struggled with that. Like I would want, I, I get it. And I would never judge something, someone for something like that. It does feel weird to hide that, but at the but society, like, like you know how society works. No, no, no. But he wanted to hide it from his children, not from society. He didn't care what other people because thought. Because you but... never know. Like, if the, yeah. their children find... if Sorry. If the children found out, and let's say their classmates did. Kids are cruel. Yeah, that's true. Right? Kids are so cruel. And people have really weird perceptions when someone is related to another individual who's committed crimes like that. Yeah. They seem to think that it just runs in the family. Mm-hmm. Or that person will walk in their footsteps because they're maybe a little rambunctious, right? I don't think murder runs in the family. It really <laughs> doesn't, but people th- people aren't always smart. Yeah, yeah. So. I think it. I think it was um, weird to describe him. It's interesting to see psychological reports from the seventies, like the way their language has changed. Yeah, it's weird to describe him as obsessed with sex when what he was really obsessed with was pedophilia and rape and control like it's not about sex at all Mm -hmm. it's about control um so it's weird to talk about someone being obsessed with sex when it's it's about domination and and Mm -hmm. you know subjugation and violence yeah well when rape is involved it has to do control and power yeah. Well, especially if children, that's nothing to do with sex. That's, yeah, that's to do and with, that's pedophilia. Yeah. That's pedo- like you're a fucking pedophile and you yeah. can go die. So his brother would have killed him if he could? Yeah. That's awesome. So he's a solid guy. He's a solid, he's a solid Scotsman. That's a very <laughs> Scottish reaction, actually. That <laughs> really is. Him, oh my God. It reminds me of like a reaction a Polak would have. Like yeah. if I had known, I would have fucking thrown him in the river. I would have just <laughs> finished him. Yeah, but I keep my broadsword on the mantel <laughs> on the mantle, piece yeah. I... <laughs> above the fireplace, <laughs> and as I lie on my blanket that I wove myself one winter from the sheep that I heard. If you're 
I'm sorry Scottish. to create just a giant stereotype of Scots people. I apologize. That is not what I'm doing. Look, what we operate on in here on this podcast is, one, sweeping generalizations. <laughs> two, broad, very little information-based <laughs> stereotypes. Oh, my God. <laughs> three, um, severe judgments with no cause. <laughs> That's our MO. Case oh my god! Because I feel like we're always apologizing. Like we don't actually mean that. Like we're not generalizing entire people, but but we we very often we are. But so. we don't mean it. Like we don't mean to. We're sorry we hurt you, but we didn't mean to. So oh god. why are you crying, Angus? <laughs> like, fucking crying. Stop crying. Um, if you're Scottish, the first thing is if you're a Scottish man, send us like a video of you talking. Oh my god, you're such. Do you not? Are you not? People with me tell on that? me I'm shameless. You are shameless. Hey, if yeah, you got a Scottish accent. I don't need and to have shame. What am I shame? What should I be shameful for? You're like you send me your your voices. Yeah, I want what them to. What are you gonna do with the voices? Tia? I'm just gonna listen to them. And I'm gonna be happy that they listen to our podcast, mm. and I'm gonna think it's nice. Mm. I mean, listen. If you don't want to hear them talk, like I'm I didn't sorry. Say don't like want if to. they <laughs> if they like are hurt by that, then like I'm really sorry for Nicola. Like it's really mean of her to like say that. Oh my god! But, like <laughs> you just twisted everything I said. <laughs> you are such a butthead. <laughs> All I'm saying is you have a beautiful accent. We want yes. to hear you talk. Yes, they do. Um, and we also, um, I am going to go. Here's my promise to you. Wait, are we done the the crime? Yeah, that's over. Oh, it's over. Okay, I just so want to make still, sure. He's still in prison. Hope he dies soon. Um, that's horrible. Yeah, I mean, the he same will time. die. He will die. In he prison, will die in probably. prison. Yeah. Um, also, he's a pedophile in prison, so he's probably having a super rough time. And he was, thankfully, the murders of those two girls um, were, you know, tried and convicted, mm, and yeah. so and so, so they got. Known. I mean, not justice, but. It, it, like it's something. the most justice that they could possibly get yeah, yeah. so um what was i gonna say oh, oh you're yeah. about to brag about scotland again so oh yeah okay, so i will go to the world's end pub and i'll take a picture of it for you and i'll post it on instagram you are a sick motherfucker no do it that'd be cool boy it's a cool pub I know, it's a really old me. pub too just me. um i might have gone there actually in edinburgh yeah it's like cute and small and blue I and I, yeah i think i've been there um so I'll go there. I had no Let's idea see. that was the history of it, but I'm yeah. pretty sure I went to that one. And I like seeing landmarks of, you know, places where people, where, where, you know, bad shit happened because it's good to go and like, and like think about them yeah. and think about no, what happened to them and the, you know, those that is true. That's poor, went, sweet baby angels. Exactly. That's why I went to Mary King's Close because it's yeah. extremely interesting and also, I don't know, it's good to remember that millions of people died of the black plague yeah and they lived in squalors i'm sorry i know that but the way how you said that you were like every once in a while it's just good to reflect <laughs> on how everyone died in the black plague i just like to think about it <laughs> why do you gotta paint a picture of me <laughs> like that every once in a while i sit down and i have a nice little think about it i'm actually not joking i do <laughs> so this just crosses my mind like massive moments in history like the yeah. killing fields and Holocaust Lots and the plague and you know the Crusades. Sometimes I'll just be sitting there and I'll be like, <laughs> "That was a shit time." I'm so sorry for those people who had to go through that. Do you also ever think about how um, millions of people have died? Yeah, that's so weird. There's just dead bodies all There's over this so planet. Many... There's so many dead bodies <laughs> on this planet. We're more corpse than anything else on this planet at this point. Isn't that weird? 
Um, well, now that you planted it in my head, yes. <laughs> but it's also kind of, I'm going to make this beautiful. Are you ready? Oh, no. It's also kind of beautiful because it's cool to think that we're made out of matter that will go back into the earth and just keep regenerating. I think that's yeah, pretty Yeah, I wouldn't mind being a tree. I think that's a solid, I think that's a solid thing that evolution did for us. And I think that it's pretty rad that that's, that's the only happened. solid el- evolution. Yeah, I don't us, really honestly. care about thumbs. I just care about decomposing. <laughs> Okay, um, let's, we're doing our positivity thing. What should we call it? Um, positive points? That's really weak. That's really weak. The minute I left my mouth, I was like, that's That sounds weak. like your, like, your, like, PowerPoint presentation for your business meeting. <laughs> positive points. Here are my positive points. Switch the slide. Tia, the slide. Damn it. I'm um, into it. <laughs> Karen and Georgia are calling theirs fucking hooray, which I think is but adorable. But I don't want to copy We're not going to copy them. I'm just saying that I... By I, the I, way, no, we're seeing... Oh, yeah, we... Ka- I, ju- have, I... We need to say Georgia, yeah, which I Georgia. came out with. Um, I have never sweated that much in my entire life. <laughs> we were both on our own laptops. Like, separate laptops. Trying like, to find tickets. Refreshing. Trying tickets. And I... Two came up, and I just bought them. I have no idea where they are. I don't really know how much they cost me. They cost, just, they cost like, 45 plus service fee each. Did they? Yeah. I feel like they were... No, 55. Yeah, they were more because yeah, then we had service fees. Yeah. Um, and we were, like, fighting other people to, like, get them, and it was, like, someone might drop their... And it was... Oh, my God. It was... And it was six minutes after 10, which is when they were released. I'm not shocked, though. Like... Karen and Georgia are mothers. If you don't know who they are for whatever reason, they do the podcast. There's absolutely no way no one. My favorite murderer. Um, we get to go watch them. I have to wait till October, but still, like, because you brought them up, I was like, I gotta we're share. We're like, we're like far away from them, but we're still gonna breathe Kajorja air. We're so. we're breathing <laughs> okay. the same oxygen as them. And I don't care how creepy that's. My sounds. like actual female icons, though. They're amazing. My like my like heroes. When I'm their age, I want to be them. Oh I think God. we're already them. Have you? Seen, did you look at um, their promo pictures? I have. And how fucking cut Karen's oh, cheekbones are? God. They look amazing. I Karen was like, whoa, is cheekbones. Amazing. Yeah. What no, a they're queen. amazing women. They're amazing women. They're both queens. They're both um, amazing. I'm just gonna say amazing so like I, sixty times. I'm still sweaty. For, so that's, now that you okay, mentioned it, I, I fucking, literally feel the anxiety I felt this morning. I literally should I steal that as my good thing, or do you want that? Because I can also have Scotland as my good thing. Scotland has been your good thing this entire <laughs> podcast. You're done your good thing. This is my thing. Okay. okay. My good thing is Scotland. You go. My good thing is Georgia. <laughs> <laughs> my good thing is meeting, um, I don't know, just two very cool women who, I don't know, they're just so respectful. Uh, people who have been through things. And I do really enjoy that when... People who go to their live shows who quite possibly even ended up in one of their episodes and didn't even know it, or mm-hmm. they're at the show and they share maybe a survivor story they've been through. Karen and George are always just, they're very respectful and they're very genuine in their reactions, and they always mm-hmm. make that person feel, I would imagine, good because they acknowledge what they've been through mm-hmm. and they don't paint a picture as something as entertainment. Like, when that happens, they show it as educational. And they're fucking hysterical. They're fucking hilarious. And I think people struggle with the idea of comedy and murder, but, like, the thing is, how else are you supposed to talk about yeah. it? Like, I really don't. I think if yeah. you are offended by that, that's fine. You're allowed to be offended Absolutely. by whatever you want to be offended by. But I think you're probably missing the point. Yeah, my default reaction when I'm uncomfortable, or even when I'm upset, is to make jokes. Like when Yeah, I, you have to. Yeah, I'm a laugh-to-keep-from-crying kind of personality. I remember I went to one of my a friend of mine back in high school her mother passed away and oh it was horrible and I was so incredibly upset and she knew and Mm -hmm. also luckily this friend and her family were fully aware of what kind of person I was 
So I was cracking jokes at the reception. Not death jokes, mind you. Like, I'm not that <laughs> horrible. But a so what about death? <laughs> what do we all think about that? But a few too many dick jokes, I think, is what was happening. But luckily, they totally understood. Like, and I wasn't, like, extreme, but I was even aware while I was doing it that it was a thousand percent me coping. Because I didn't want to be the person crying when the family lost their mother, right? Yeah, yeah, but yeah, definitely laughed. So when Tia's telling me things that make me really uncomfortable, I'm either dead quiet or making some kind of stupid comment. So no, if you're sorry, offended just... by that, you need to understand that I am so uncomfortable. I just love the idea that you like went to this funeral and you were like, hey, <laughs> what do y'all think about death? I just took a mic. I tapped the top. I was like, is this thing on? (laughs) Welcome to my improv show. You know when you just walk into a funeral to start a stand on the improv show? (laughs) Oh, God. I just got the... So what do we all think about embalming? (laughs) Let's talk about that. (laughs) Oh, my God. Now you're making me uncomfortable. No, I did not make death jokes. I don't actually really even make... Well, no, we do make death jokes. Yeah, we talk about it all the time. Yeah, we do. Death is... I mean, listen, we're all going to fucking die. We might as well talk about it. Yeah, if if it makes me uncomfortable, I'm probably making jokes about it. Mm-hmm. To offset the fact that I'm not in a place to I want to be. That, you to cope. To. Yeah, to cope. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I'm a crier, like full on. So it's either, yeah, crack a joke or. Or you're crying. Yeah. Or you're crying and you get to deal with it. So I think pick it, your like, poison. I have to make jokes about my mental health because. Mm-hmm. And people are like, why? I don't understand. Like, it's not funny or whatever. And I'm like, if I don't joke about this, I'm going to be like curled up in a corner screaming at the top of my lungs Mm -hmm. like this is how I need to cope with this so Mm -hmm. I mean if you're offended that's fine but like I need to cope with this this way yeah um yeah so that's 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 it so so listen to my favorite murder it's really um (laughs) they're so good this has been an ad for it (laughs) sponsored oh my god get us VIPs please oh my god I wish okay so these episodes um there's gonna be two episodes posted while I'm gone yeah they're gonna be bi-weekly they're gonna be Mm bi-weekly Um, this will be posted while I'm in Scotland, and then when I come back, we're probably going to start weekly again. I wonder how many times you've said Scotland um, in this podcast. So I'm going to count go, it. I'm going to, like, go to Scotland now. I'm going to count it, I'm going to post it on Instagram. So I'm just, like, going to go to, I'm, like, going to go to Scotland. So but, bye. yeah, no, it'll be bi-weekly, so yeah. while Tia's gone, we'll it's have, gone. um, not next week, but the week after, and then... You know how time works, I hope, so then that next, next week, whatever yeah. it is. And then um, we'll be back, and it will be a supernatural yeah. episode when you're back. So, so I gotta have, come up with something You have three weeks good. to come up with something, so you better come And you know what's gonna be good. really great about this? It's not gonna happen in Scotland. I'm gonna make <laughs> sure of it. Uh, okay, so I'm gonna go to Scotland. <laughs> Goodbye! Goodbye! <laughs> hey, Nicola. Yeah, Tia? Did you know that people can leave stars and ratings and reviews with stars and words on our podcast? Gosh golly, gee whiz, I had no idea. Tell me more! Well, what you do is you pop right into the podcast app if you have an iPhone, And you can hit the five-star button. We don't want any reviews that are lower than that, so don't give us anything less than five stars. Don't give us your cheap reviews. We don't want your one fucking star. (laughs) One guy. Yeah. Um, And if you don't have iTunes, you can still listen to us. And you can actually rate us on SoundCloud. On SoundCloud. And Overcast. And Overcast. And anywhere else you listen to podcasts. You can also follow us on Instagram. You can follow us on Instagram. And what is our handle on Instagram, So it's the number two. Blonde with an E on the end and girls. Girls! <laughs> Jesus, you can't take me anywhere! <laughs>
It is two blonde ghouls <laughs> on Instagram. And what would happen to be our page on Facebook that you can like us at? Two blonde ghouls. And if you wanted to send us an email with complaints or concerns. Or just general rage. If you have any weird stories about your life or your grandma who and was kind of strange. Just, you know, give some weird rashes. I mean, I'm always found here to found a picture in the attic. Of a dead guy? You can email us at twoblondghouls at gmail.com. You can also email us there if you want to give us money in any capacity. Like, we need the money. Yeah, we do. We, we do. Right we do. We love you forever. Well, we won't because you're not capable of love, but we would no. appreciate you. 